0: The Lord give us opportunity and we just wouldn't pass it up. And He'd be faithful even though we were babies in the Spirit. We were, we'd just gotten saved. And it was just a really big yes in our life. This is The Unseen Story. First-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. You are listening to episode seventeen, Excel story, a really big yes. The story just that I that I want to share is is something amazing that the Lord did at, at my high school. Just a little background about myself: I um, was born in Mexico. My whole family's from Mexico. Moved here when I was five. Met the Lord when I was sixteen years old, uh, two thousand nine, and. It was over the summer, so I had just finished my freshman year in high school and went to summer camp um, and got saved there. And then when I came back to school in the fall for my sophomore year, uh, I, I got saved, but it seemed like everyone else at school got saved. And it's just a public school, wasn't a Christian school, um, but everybody else was saved. There was just a a bunch of... My friends that had gotten saved also at youth camps. We're all going to an FCA group, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and that that group used to be just five or six kids in a classroom and talking about the Bible. And uh, one Friday morning, which is when we had it, it just turned out to be thirty, forty, fifty kids. Um, got to the point where we had to change, change the classroom um, because it it just it just grew. And we we were just seeing the Lord out of nowhere, just calling his just his children, I guess. Um, and it it really was so surprising. There's one um, one guy who who was saved, who had an incredible testimony. He he just had a very very uh, bad reputation in school um, with the girls, and just all all of that. I'm not going to go into detail with that, but he got saved that summer as well, and now he's he's a, a senior pastor. He's my age, so he's about 25. But so he now he's a senior pastor, has his own church, and, and he actually was the the leader of the FCA group, which was a miracle in itself. Just to see someone like him just be set on fire for the Lord. There was uh, there was a church was five minutes down the road. From, um, from the high school and they put on this huge event they had a rapper come out his name was Big C and um, nobody, nobody knew anything about the church nobody really went to that church but they had an awesome youth event going on prizes, all this stuff and the concert was really cool Big C um, he just gets up on stage and he did his music but then he started preaching and he was giving people opportunity for healing and our high school running back uh, had just gotten hurt. The, I think the night before, and so he was going to be out for the season and stuff like that. And and he he calls him up to the stage, and everybody that you know experiencing all what's going on at the high school knows what's happening, knows what happened to you know our running back. And he gets on stage and he prays for. I think it was his hip, and he gets healed just on stage, and then he he plays the next the next game. My my best friend, um, at the time, we would go to youth group on Wednesdays, and I would always bring a bring a group, just whoever wanted wanted to come, whoever wanted whoever fit in the car, first come first serve. But my best friend would always come, and um ended up showing the movie Finger of God, and uh, my my best friend just ended up falling in tears and crying his eyes out, and you know getting saved that night. Um, but just things like that were very normal to see in that time. Things of just people coming to the Lord, or healings, or or people really hearing the Lord and and crying because just He's so good, and um, nobody just nobody knew Him in the way that He was presenting Himself at that time. Yeah, there was just so many things. I feel like a little. I'm a little scattered, but just to see the flip from my freshman year to my sophomore year. Christians walking around everywhere, got to the point where it was, it started to become a culture where in my classes, people were asking, what's up with the Christians at at school? Why, like, where did they all come from? Mm -hmm. Um, But the Holy Spirit was using, um, was using me and my brother, who's just uh, a grade above me. And um, the Lord just said, you know, like, don't, don't abandon your friends. Don't abandon the the friends that you already had man, I don't know what to call it, just a, an anointing or an opportunity to speak into the lives of, of the friends we had before we were saved and get-togethers, whether it was around the Cowboys game on a Sunday night or just somebody's birthday or, or just a high school party would open doors into speaking about the Lord, speaking about what He did for us and what He wants to do for you and... and um And people, people that age, a lot of times are just broken and need the Lord. Like that's where I was and and he found me and he was using us a lot in that way. I didn't, I didn't have a fear of, of, oh, what do I look like? What are people going to think I look like? Oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm at these parties. Like I, like I did, I didn't because at the parties that everybody knew me and my brother or my friends, they knew, oh, these guys don't drink, like don't don't offer them anything or sometimes would even ask us why or you know about Jesus or anything like that. But my thing in my life is that um you know the typical thing we probably heard it a lot, um, is you you're the you're the thermostat, not the thermometer. So you change your surroundings instead of being changed by your surroundings. So that's that's I don't know, a, a grace that the Lord gave Gave us in high school, where it wasn't like we were at the party, so now we were subject to the temptation of falling into this or that. Um, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone, just because everybody's different. But that's that's what I was going through in in high school, so I just told them, "Hey, like, you know, this party should not affect who you are. Like, if you have a conviction in your heart and the Lord's calling you to do do something and be someone, then you got to." do that and be that no matter where you are. We had a friend, and she had a really cool house uh, where we would always hang out. And um, on a few occasions, we were hanging out, and it just turned into a Holy Spirit party. Um, and, we, and all of, and different friends were talking with either me or my brother or one of my really good friends. And the three of us were really the ones doing the ministering but I remember um, just the amount of questions that the friends had. Why does God do this? Why is the Holy Spirit this? Why? But what about this and this and this? And I had just gotten saved. I'm 16 years old, and I'm not a theologian. But the Holy Spirit would give me these words to explain to them um, what how much the Lord loved them. and um, And just share with them the gospel. And I remember not knowing the answer to their questions, but answering them, kind of hoping that they were right, but also at, at the same time, the Holy Spirit was giving me the confidence to say these things, almost like a permission, um, and then later reading it in the Bible, you know, kind of telling them, man, like, we can love Him because He really, really loved us. Like, he really loves us, and that's why we can love him. And then later, you know, learning well, he, uh, we love him because he first loved us. And it and it just sounds it to me. It was like, whoa, like that's like he actually wrote these things, or um, just different different things that the Holy Spirit would have me say that, as such a young believer, I didn't know that they were actually in the Bible. But he had put them on my heart, um, and so it was. As I was reading it, it was more. Of, it was more of a personal um, amazement of how he was using me than it was what I was saying, you know. Before, um, but yeah, it was. I don't know. It was, it was kind of really cool, and I remember my my brother would do this all the time, where um, he he'd be talking to a friend. And then they'd end up crying and they gave their life to the Lord or something like that. And I'd I'd always be super curious. Hey, like, what did you, what did you tell them? He's like, honestly, I don't know. Um, And that always bugged me because I'm like, how do you not know? Like, you're the one that told them. But he would always say, yeah, it was just, it was just the Holy Spirit. Um, Like, I don't know why really, like, they're crying or why they, all that. But he, even though, yeah, he, he probably knew, but I think what he meant is he, he doesn't really know what the Holy Spirit's doing in them because it's so specific to them personally in their heart. But um it really happened that way where we just we the Lord gave us an opportunity and we just wouldn't pass it up. And he'd be faithful even though we were babies in the spirit. We we just gotten saved. Um, but the Holy Spirit is good to you know, give you the anointing, give you the words that, you know, someone else needs to hear at that time, because he really, really loved them. Um, and it was just a really big yes in our life to the Holy Spirit, to him and just submitting to him. There are more people who said no to the Lord, having seen um, our running back got getting healed on stage, or, you know, their best friend getting saved. Or this or that. There are more people who said no to the Lord than people who are out there being youth pastors or pastors or this or that. Which, I mean, many are called, few are chosen. I guess, but they, you know, the the objective, I guess, that the Holy Spirit gave us is just, hey, just show my love, share the gospel, like go out, make disciples. Um, and you know, thinking back about it, it, it hurts my heart. You know to To think about people saying no to the Lord just because he, He's so good, but yeah, I mean that's just the reality of it. Um, but I think I think that you know their story's not over. You know, just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it it won't happen. So, but yeah, because the seed has been planted. You know, they've they've seen the Lord work. They've seen a sign or a wonder, or they've just they've heard the Lord. They they've seen what He can do. If not personally, at least in, in my life, hopefully my life is something that they see, whether on social media or whatever. Because you know we've given our lives, so we're I'm just bound for whatever he wants to do. And just that season, that season was so so much of the Holy Spirit, just doing, just showing up, just showing up. And I and I'm kind of just thinking like you know right now that that's all possible. That's all. You know, he still wants to do all those things. Thank you for listening today. Our mission is to revive the church to the power of a spirit filled life. There are several ways you can partner with the Unseen Story. One, pray for God's leading as we pursue more of the unseen. Two, subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Three, share this podcast with your friends. Four, contribute financially at the unseenstory.org thanks so much and have a great day